Naperville is home to hundreds, if not thousands, of stories. As time goes by, some of those stories are lost to us. One of NCTV 17's missions is to capture, tell, and preserve as many of those stories as possible. Sometimes they're the story of someone whose accomplishments should never be forgotten. Other times they're stories of a time and a place that reflect who we are and where we've come from. And sometimes the stories may seem small, but on closer examination, they tell us almost everything we need to know about family, community, and even country. These stories are available on the NCTV 17 website as they were originally intended, as visual media. By putting these documentaries online as a podcast, we've stripped these stories of the visuals that help to tell them, a photograph from the time, or a lower third graphic to let you know who is speaking. And yet the stories still work by simply listening alone. Let the sounds of these documentaries open up before you and learn more about the people and places that helped make Naperville the community it is today. It came to Naperville with the hope of providing shelter to young men and to teach them to be socially responsible individuals. In the early 1900s, Mr. Crailer was one of those people who just believed this community was lacking something. And somehow he became aware of the YMCA as an organization. It became part of the community's foundation and a center where members share similar interests and values simply by having a place to engage with each other. It's not about gym and swims or buildings. It's all about the stuff that happens. They learn values and self-respect and self-esteem, which I think is, is so important, just to give them that good, solid foundation. For 100 years, the YMCA has given Naperville a place to play, a place to learn, a place to build upon friendships or make new ones. It embraced each new generation developing leadership skills, and the ability to share them with others. If you really talk to people, they all have a why story. A lot of people do, you know, the, the Indian Guide Weekend, or the swim meets, or the basketball program. The why is like a third place. You know, you've got work, you've got school, and if the why can be in that, you know, that trifecta of, of, of positive experiences for a family, it just makes for a better community. Today, these walls swell with a century full of history and several coats of paint. But it's what happens within these walls that remind us that when you step into the YMCA, you're stepping into the heart of the community. Nineteen oh nine in America was a period of social awareness and healthy living. The quality of food was improving while a great response to physical fitness led to more YMCA's sprouting up across the country. A group of men in Naperville, led by Peter Crailer, saw the positive impact YMCA's had on those communities 
and decided Naperville needed one of its own. What they didn't expect was to be turned away. Peter Crayler, who uh, had Crayler Manufacturing, wanted to have a place in the community where his employees could come and gather and swim and do the kind of community things. And he had the vision of having a YMCA. And when he went to the National YMCA, they said, no, 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 Naperville's not big enough to support a YMCA. Crayler and his committee knew they would have to reach out to the community on their own. They quickly began raising funds and selling memberships to the community at $5 each. And in 15 days, they raised more than $26,000 and signed over 300 members, proving to the National YMCA that the community wasn't just ready to participate, but they were willing to pay for it too. When you think about uh, that amount of dollars raised in a town of probably 3,000 in those years, that's a phenomenal uh, response uh, in any community at any time. Construction was underway, and by 1911, Naperville's first and very own YMCA opened their doors to its members, inviting them to exercise, shoot hoops, and swim in the only indoor pool in DuPage County, a much healthier alternative to some of the town's older establishments. That was a wonderful part about business and industry in those years is that people understood they had to develop their community and make it great on their own. And Crayler, uh, the Crayler family, is clearly an example of that. In the following decades, the YMCA watched as the world around them began to change. Neighborhoods and schools replaced the vast stretches of farmland, and the population seemed to be growing by the minute. By the 1950s, soldiers from World War II returned to seek a new life for themselves and a new home for their families in the burgeoning landscape known as suburbia. With a steep increase in households, YMCAs across the country became more diverse with the admission of women, redefining its membership so that families could share the Y experience together. We joined the Y as a family because we had three boys and one girl, and they all grew up in the Y. Naperville was a small town, and they could walk from school to the Y, the library, everything was close by, and we didn't really worry about them because they were at the Y. Once I had kids, I, I realized how important the Y can be to a family. You know? When you're running 100 miles an hour, it's a place where families can kind of slow down and, and be together. Or if mom and dad need a, a break to work out, they can come into a, a nice safe area like our, our kitty country and, and have a great time and, and, and parents can have that peace of mind. My son Tyler is a preschooler here at the Y. I usually head in, catch a Zumba class, sometimes hit a treadmill, um, work out for about an hour and a half to two hours, and then he's done with preschool and I've done everything in one trip and I'm ready to go on with the rest of the day. The dance is an event that creates uh, a long-lasting memory, hopefully for my girls, certainly for me. It's also a good event, I think, to show the girls how they should be treated when they're older. And these are events that you cherish, that you remember about hanging out with just your dad. Since introducing family participation, the Y has created strong bonds and lasting memories for both youth and adults alike and began a long-standing tradition of adapting to their community. In the 1970s, racquetball and competitive swimming had been excelling in popularity and quickly spread throughout the country. 
Sitting in its wake was a Naperville YMCA, who found their facility wasn't meeting the needs of its more serious athletes. With guidance from its leaders and the support of the community, they began construction of their second pool and six racquetball courts in 1973. Naperville didn't have an indoor pool like the one here at the Y. North Central had a pool, a four-lane pool. We were building a Olympic-sized pool. That was like a big deal for Naperville. Its arrival brought more excitement, more members, and a great new energy was felt across the community, especially by the staff, who anxiously watched it being built right before them. I'd open up the pool every morning. I'd lifeguard five days a week from 5.30 in the morning till 7.30, 8 o'clock. That's how excited we were. Oh, you want to come swimming at 5.30 in the morning? We'll open, I'll do it, you know, because it was just something new. Like technology and fashion, fads come and go. And as quickly as the community adopts new culture, the YMCA has to be there to respond, even if it means reinventing their space. They've moved a lot of walls. We move walls all the time. <laughs> Six racquetball courts were built in the, in, the, in the 70s. Now we still have three of them, but three have been reconstituted to a, to a babysitting area and been split into for fitness areas. So um, certainly have to be creative with, with our space. And uh, you know, we, we respond to members' needs. As group exercise got away from steps and, and that type of thing, and Pilates and yoga and spinning became a big programs, we had to adapt, and that's you know, creating space to do that. The changes to the Y didn't stop at just moving walls or rearranging equipment. Today, the third floor is wall-to-wall -wall with offices, each one containing the key to the very reason for the YMCA starting in the first place. Seeking housing at a YMCA dormitory was highly celebrated and remembered by the village people in the late 1970s, when most of them were disappearing. As old as the YMCA itself, the dorms offered a safe alternative for young men who sought refuge from a harsh home life or a tough transition to a new town. Above us here on the third floor was a dormitory, and there were 18 rooms for men that lived here. About half of them were people that stayed here and you know and expected to stay here and the other half were people that would come. Some of them would stay a few weeks, some of them would stay you know a few months. And there was a fellow named Otto who lived here, you ready for this, 70 years. He was a meat cutter at City Meat Market and this was his home. For Otto Burmeister, an immigrant from Germany, Finding a home near the butcher shop was as easy as spotting that familiar YMCA hanging above the sidewalk near downtown Naperville, the economic and social pulse of the community. Downtown Naperville had everything he needed. I mean, there was, there was a grocery store, there was restaurants. His job was right here. He didn't have to have a car. The Y provided a very good, a very good service back then. As hotels became the common and more affordable place for visitors and newcomers to go, the dorms began transitioning to offices, but the Y always kept Otto's room until he passed in 1992. There were more options for people, and Otto had passed away, so they didn't need it. I think the way you know the living standards are today, um, you wouldn't be able to find too many people that want to live in a room that's like 12 by 15. 
Through the 80s and into the 90s, Naperville continued to grow, as did the YMCA's need to expand. The great increase in population led to the construction of more schools and the introduction of the Park District, which meant more resources to share and more ways to reach the youth of Naperville. Day camp, gymnastics, and field athletics gained participation while long-standing sports like Y basketball were still going as strong as ever. But the YMCA soon found themselves in a position they could never have imagined back in 1909 when they were told they didn't have enough people to support them. Now they realize they may have too many. Mayor Rybicki was the mayor at the time and we started having conversations about, gee, the Y is outgrowing this facility. So we started looking for land. And I picked the 95th area near Book Road. They asked me, what am I building a YMCA for a playing field? Boy, we were criticized. Like, where are you going? You're out in the middle of cornfields. This is never gonna be a successful YMCA, that side of town. But they wouldn't be discouraged. In 1989, it was Kenneth and June Crayler who stepped forward with a large donation to help support plans for the 95th Street YMCA and give the downtown location a new name in honor of their father. Spirits were high as the board prepared their next move for expanding into the southern territory of Naperville. We're gonna have a merry month of May and uh, maybe mop up just a little bit at the beginning of June. And then we're gonna build a, another YMCA. After years of careful planning, they turned their first shovel of dirt in 1994, anticipating the growth and support of the residents that would follow. When we built the Y down on 95th Street, there was very little out that way, so we were the beginning of what we knew was coming down there, and it has just grown. But that growth came so quickly that after partnering with the two local school districts and sharing an outdoor pool with a neighboring subdivision, they had to build an addition to the 95th Street facility in its first two years after opening. By the year 2000, the city's size and population increased by a third, with the surrounding 95th Street area contributing nearly 10,000 more homes. And Naperville wasn't about to slow down. The first decade of the 21st century marked the beginning of a new kind of America a new kind of Naperville, and a new kind of YMCA, one that embraces its ability to reach people from all walks of life. You do see a very uh, wide range of, of people joining the YMCA. In, in some circles, uh, because the name Christian is in there, you have some people shy away from it. What I like about the YMCA is that's not the case. You see people of all nationalities, all backgrounds, and all religions joining the YMCA. YMCA, well, we're not young, we're not men, we're not all Christian, we are an association. An association that gives its members what no fitness center or juice bar can. Personal attention, and the feeling of belonging to something more than just a gym. If you go by our Hello. front desk, they know people by you? name, they're talking to them, they're seeing what they did yeah. this weekend. It, it, it is a place that's very welcome and, and there are a lot of people that care about you. Show Ping, I call him Show, right? Yeah, good morning, Show. Right, it's kind of like a family, like an extended family, you know? You get a lot of things in a family, you know? You get tradition, you get values, you get 
humor. Hey, miss, hey, where's Elmo? What's he doing? That's what the Y is all about, you know, the community part of it. Isn't the YMCA a great yeah, community, well, since Thomas? Since 1991. Since 1991, there you go, sign him up. Everybody knows your name and you know everybody's name and it's not really like that anywhere else. We're not here to sell you anything. We're just here to, to help you become a, a stronger you and a, and a better you. And I think that's certainly one of the big differences of the Y. Whether you're 9 or 90, everyone of all ages have their own reason to make time and discover their own YMCA. Colton Patterson, a Y-Swim team member, swims here every day during the off-season to make sure he's ready to compete by summer. After finishing his homework, Austin Werner joins his friends at Open Gym to hang out and shoot hoops. Even Evie Shum still finds time to pump a little iron between volunteering and continuing her international work with the YMCA. Well, it's changed over the years, but uh, my usual time is uh, between 5 and 6 in the morning, and I come here to do uh, some of the weight machines. For someone of her age, who doesn't look her age, you know, do the walking, do the workout, do the weights. She's just a phenomenal lady. For decades, free time has meant wide time on the court, where an assortment of men find friendly competition is the answer to exercising their personal strengths in a social setting. This is Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, 12 till 2. There's about 40 of us that sometimes show up, sometimes not. Nobody knows who's going to show up. It's a nice mix, but it's mostly an older crowd. And as I've gotten older, that's probably the crowd I'm uh, most in tune with, I should say. <laughs> One of the older men is Bill Bryan, a retired preacher who has been shooting hoops with the guys at Crailer since 1996. He's made friends with most and been a friend to all. And it's those friendships that help get him through his bout with cancer from 2002 to 2004. I'd had my left kidney removed and uh, didn't know whether I'd ever come back again, but after a while I began to long to be back at the Y and, and uh, playing with the guys. When we're playing with a guy like Bill, we kind of let him do what he's gonna do because we have a great appreciation for a guy like him out here on the floor at his age. I'm thankful for the Y and I'm very thankful that, uh, you know, God led me through the life-threatening illness that I had and had a lot of people to pull for me and prayed for me and I'm just grateful for that. So I'm glad I can play even though uh, most people play a lot better than I do. So. <laughs> like Bill Bryan, the YMCA would have to overcome tough times of its own. In 2007, when the economy began to downturn, the YMCA was thinking about how to better prepare itself for the future. After four years of planning and consideration, the Naperville YMCA's began to merge with the much larger Chicago Metropolitan YMCA in 2010. Joining together more than 20 facilities across the Chicagoland area, the merger will open up communication and provide more resources to the YMCA's throughout the region. And more importantly, secure the YMCA's place in Naperville. Whether they're an old Naperville townie or a newcomer from across the world, 
Anyone who has ever been to Naperville's first and oldest YMCA has felt the presence of a century's worth of Naperville history. It may be the architecture from 1911, the antiquated electric panel and boiler room, or the stories members share from years past. All these and more are constant reminders that in some way, the three-story YMCA on Washington Street has proven to be more than just a building. This old red brick building has affected people's lives for 100 years, and that's, that's really one of the wonderful things about the Y. And that doesn't just remain in the gym, the fitness deck, the pools, or the studio. All right, Joe, have a good day. Wherever a member goes, a piece of the YMCA follows. Values that have influenced writers, activists, athletes, and entertainers alike are the same exact ones that have been reaching 45 million others worldwide. It's thanks to leaders and visionaries who have brought YMCAs to cities big and small that have made places like Naperville a better community.